0: have you been outside recently well stop doing that because now you don't have a reason to go outside anymore with mario golf on switch you can spend a large amount of your time outside golfing without being outside we'll talk about my first impressions and whether it's truly deserving of its reviews that it's getting whether it's a 10 out of 10 or a 5 out of 10 it's coming up right here on the game guide podcast Hello and welcome to the Game Guide Podcast, your guide to the world of gaming. My name is Phil and we're glad to have you here today. There's not as much news as in the previous weeks as you can expect. E3 is now wrapped up and people are looking back on that, but we're still getting a few nice tidbits of news here and there. So I'll go over that first right now on the Game Guide Podcast. First story that came actually from a different podcast called Dropped Frames Podcast, which does a lot of fighting game type stories and discussions recently drop frames had phil spencer they had him on to discuss a very variety of things but also about the game franchise killer instinct killer instinct is a popular fighting game franchise from rare that had its last game come out in 2013 it did eventually make its way to windows in 2016 and steam in 2017 But it hasn't really had too much support, so it seems like Killer Instinct has been a dead franchise for a while. But when the Dropped Frames podcast team asked Phil Spencer about this, this is what he had to say. There are so many good games in our catalog that we would love to revisit. The response when we did KI, Killer Instinct, at the launch of Xbox One was fantastic. Not everybody inside of the Xbox organization kind of saw what the game could become. I will just say, Matt and I have discussed many times Killer Instinct and where we like to go with it. It's in our hearts and our minds that we want to continue to do something with Killer Instinct. It is about finding the right team and the right opportunity, but it's not due to any lack of desire on our part that we're not doing more of KI because we love the franchise and the community response. So it seems like we have two things here. One is that Microsoft will like to have Killer Instinct return at some point. Since it is such a popular gaming, fighting game franchise, but also that they don't really have the right team for it. I think Rare has undergone a large change of what it develops by doing things with Killer Instinct versus not doing more things with Connect Sports and that kind of stuff. But it's glad to see that people are still supporting or want to support fighting games and that Killer Instinct is at least in the minds of... Spill spencer and the rest of the people at xbox so it won't be a while if they're talking about it right now or they don't have the right team but maybe this will bring someone who says hey we're willing to work on killer instinct and phil spencer's like great have at it and then maybe we'll see a game in 2025 or something but talking about dead games we finally have cyberpunk 2077 coming back to the playstation 4 online store Originally, when Cyberpunk first came out, it was not good at all. It was very buggy and did not work well, especially on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One consoles, because it was more developed in the mind of the next-gen and high-powered PCs. So the PlayStation 4 was not good at all. I do have the PlayStation 4 version of Cyberpunk 2077, but I have it physically. And I have not played it very much since launch. I think I might be waiting for a chance to get the PlayStation 5 and then upgrade it for free to get the PlayStation 5 version of Cyberpunk 2077, but until then, you can now play it on your PlayStation 4. The developers in a statement did say that users may continue to experience some performance issues with the PlayStation 4 edition, while CD Projekt Red continues to work to improve stability across all platforms. Playing on PlayStation 4 Pro and PlayStation 5 will provide the best Cyberpunk 2077 experience on PlayStation. So that does not give me good reasons to want to pick up Cyberpunk 2077 again and try it out on the regular PlayStation 4. I might do it at some point because I love glitchy games and trying to do that. Like when you have Superman 64 with all the nonsense you can do with that and all the videos I've seen of Cyberpunk 2077, it always has a slight tug of me wanting to try to play this game and see what kind of glitches I can enact but I just have so many other games that that I need to play right now so I won't be able to get to that at this moment but if you want to try out Cyberpunk 2077 for yourself you can try it out on the PlayStation 4 today. The other thing that I'll talk about is that today when I'm recording this almost an hour or two ago is Square Enix just recently had their Mana series 30th anniversary livestream, which talked about a variety of different announcements that they had for the Mana series, like Legends of Mana's type games. They announced a few things. They announced some new font changes for the newest game that came out, and they also talked about an anime that they'll be making. But I think there's two big announcements that I wanted to talk about. The first thing is that they're going to have an RPG called Echoes of Mana for the iOS and Android devices and will launch as a free-to-play title in 2022. This Echoes of Mana game will feature a bunch of characters from the previous Mana games, and you can choose between a male and a female protagonist. And This game is set in a world where everything has been lost, it's in total destruction, and you as the protagonist, guided by the goddess, will set off on an adventure to various worlds of memories in search of the legendary sword to restore the world. I'm sure that since this is a free game, you can imagine what type of game this will be if they're trying to get you to buy things and you've and you're pretty familiar with the mobile market and how they get you to buy things so you can play more and unlock more things faster. But it's nice for mana fans to be able to see this much support for the series with the remakes and now a mobile title. But wait, that's not all. They also announced that a new mana game is for consoles in development, which the producer Oyamata confirmed during the live stream. Oyamata talked about how we wanted to announce it by running a cool trailer, but we're only at the start of the 30th anniversary. We are, in fact, developing a new title, but please wait a little while longer until the proper announcement. Development still has a way to go, and we are developing for consoles, so I hope you can look forward to it. So this is breaking news as much as I can get it. In this uh, podcast style. So this is great news for the Mana series. This is great news for fans of the Mana series. And it seems like I'll have to start playing the series at some point. talked about last week how we had the latest Mana remake game come out last week. So be sure to check that out if you are interested. But game releases this week. We don't have too many big releases this week. But two that caught my eye are Zombie Ate My Neighbors and Ghoul Patrol. You have a bundle coming out for... The PlayStation 4, PC, Switch, and Xbox One on June 29th, and this is Zombie Eight, My Neighbors and Ghoul are classic games from the 16-bit era, from the SNES era and that kind of stuff, where Zombie Eight, My Neighbors is a run-and-gun type video game where it has a top-down view, and you can play with one or two players. To use various weapons and power-ups to beat up the various zombies and other enemies you'll find throughout the levels you find out that the zombies ate your neighbors and you gotta make it through the various levels to progress to the end of the game so it's definitely a cult classic and now you can play it in an updated version both of these games for modern consoles and then we have the other game that i'm really excited for is the addition add-on it's not really a sequel but it's an add-on for Doki Doki Literature Club called Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. Talked about this a couple weeks ago, but this is Doki Doki Literature Club with more additions to it Like you have. You're able to look through images, you're able to read through poems that you saw in a previous playthrough of the game, able to experience six new side stories between the main cast. So you have a variety of content and we just don't know what else will be involved with this. Is Dan Silvato the creator of the game adding a bunch of new stuff or is the game tr- staying true to form with the free-to-play gameplay that we know from 2017 or so when this game first came out so don't send any spoilers my way because I want to be able to play it if I don't know that I'll be able to get it on its release date in June 30th but it should be a great time might not be for everyone but they've even added a new feature where you can see exactly what kind of content the playthrough will have so you can if you have particular triggers for certain things you can see exactly what the game will have which of course will be big spoilers but if you're triggered by any sort of nasty thing that happens in this game you can check it out beforehand and avoid it if you need to so this will be exciting and I will talk about this at some point but I'll try not to spoil anything so if you're wondering if you could get Doki Doki Literature Club Plus just Try out the free version of Doki Doki Literature Club on Steam or wherever you get your Doki Doki Literature Clubs and try it out and see how you do. It is a game for adults, so please be careful. So I want to talk about Mario Golf for a bit. It did come out on Friday. No, it came, yeah, it came out on Friday, but thankfully, because I live in Central Time Zone, I was able to get it at 11 p.m. and play it a bit on Thursday night. But you, if you've read reviews. There's a lot of different reviews. There's reviews that are 10 out of 10, there's reviews that are 9 out of 10, 8 out of 10, 7 out of 10, 6 out of 10, and even 5 out of 10. So there's a large range of what people are seeing with this game. I feel it definitely has a matter of taste of whether you feel gameplay is the most important thing or content is the most important thing. Because right off the bat, I don't think that Mario Golf has a lot of content, but I think the gameplay is super good, especially when you're playing against human players in some of the modes. To start off, you have Mario Golf, I'm sure you know what golf is, I'm sure you know what a Mario is. You combine the two together and you have Mario Golf, and this game is focusing on Battle Golf. Battle Golf is the newest craze in the Mushroom Kingdom, and the opening cutscene that you have has Mario and all his friends and enemies competing in a chorus to try to win the Battle Golf game. And so battle golf at least in when you play it in the game is you try to get three what's the word i'm looking for three pins we'll call them three pins you try to get three balls into the pins and try to get three holes complete as much as possible when you complete a hole no one else can complete that hole and so you have to go to other parts of the map in order to try to get your golf ball into other putting greens to get into the hole and win there even when you go to story mode it's the first thing that you see on the tv is this battle golf mode it's what they're trying to push here but with this mario golf you have three different modes that you can play you can play stroke play which is exactly how you imagine it it's like regular golf that you see on the tv with your favorite professional golfers you also have speed golf which is a variety of regular golf but You move from hole to hole, you don't get a golf cart, I'm sorry, but you can instead run to wherever you hit your ball and hit it from there, and then you also have battle golf. If you've played previous Mario Golf games, you understand how the gameplay works. You press the A button when you want to start your swing, and you determine how powerful your swing will be. After you do that, you'll hit the A button a second time when the cursor rises back up to how powerful you hit it in order to determine how much control you have in the ball if you don't time it correctly you might not have as much power or your swing might go more to the left or the right radically it just depends on your timing with golf swings you can have three different type i suppose four different types of golf swings you can have a standard swing like you hit the ball normally you have a top spin where you hit the ball so that way you can have the ball roll more after it lands on the ground. You have a backspin to help your ball not move as much when it first hits the ground, and then you have a super backspin to even help you roll backwards after you you hit the ball. What's different this time is in previous Mario games, you would determine if you wanna do a topspin or a backspin at the end of the shot when you're controlling your timing and your control over the ball. But now you determine that when you first press the A button or the B button, if you're trying to do a backspin so it's a little bit different compared to if you're a veteran of the mario golf series so please be aware you can also determine how much spin you put on the ball by tilting your your control stick on the second part of your swing before in the mario golf games you would see a little golf ball in the corner where you could see where you're hitting it where you're hitting the ball with a little red dot but you don't have that anymore instead the bar that you have over on the right side of your screen will tell you or maybe the left left side is side of your screen. I never played lefty so it might be different but for righties the gauge for how you hit the ball is on the right side of the screen. But in any case you can control how much spin you have by how long you tilt during that second part of your swing. And the more you tilt the more your ball can curve left or right or up and down depending on how you hit it. You can do special shots that are unique to each character by pressing the L button assuming you have enough meter. Each character has their own unique ability it seems like the best one right now, or at least one of the best ones, seems to be Bowser Jr., where when he does his special shot, he's able to cloak the green so you don't know where the pin is, and you might not even know where your ball is. Like before, you usually have your character icon so you know exactly where to go, but you might not have that. So you have to look for this tiny little dot in order to find your ball and and continue on with the course, at least in speed golf. Other characters have different powers, and you can use the powers generally to hit other people's golf balls out of the way, like knock it off the fairway into the rough and such, or knock it off the green entirely. You can also press X to see an overhead view of the course, and you can press the R button for a check chance to check out the lie and where the hills are and also see the distance of places that you want to end up so you can look farther off in the distance and gauge what kind of how many yards you need to go before you can get there you can also do specialty shots like a lob so there's plenty of options so you can be perfect at golf golf is a pretty hard sport to do in real life but again we don't want to go outside anymore so it's easy enough to play on mario golf and be the best you can possibly be so with stroke play, you're playing the game as intended. You can turn off those, on or off those special shots and you can just play golf where you're hitting the ball and trying to get the lowest score possible. And you don't have to worry about moving from hole to hole manually, you'll just go there automatically like any other Mario Golf game. But with speed play, you want to usually try to complete the holes as fast as possible and you move your character around after each, each shot. You can use a super dash to bump into other players and slow them down, and also slightly knock other players' balls away. You can also just generally dash, and you can run around as you try to complete the hole. You want to try to have a healthy amount of stamina to get through the course as quick as you can. You can collect hearts on the course to refill your stamina and running gauge, or you can also collect coins that will help build up your special shot meter, so you can do that special shot for your characters, should you choose to have that option on. There's also a short story mode, where you choose to play as a me and you're going through the ranks to upgrade your badges, and to try to be the best golfer that you can ever be. The story mode seems a bit tutorial-y at first, if that's even a word, but it helps you get used to the game, especially if you're new to Mario Golf, and it gives you things to unlock. I think one of the things I miss about modern games is that there's not really too many things to unlock anymore, like characters to find or stuff, but... In Mario Golf, you don't have access to all the courses right away. So giving you story mode gives you something to do to unlock more courses to progress more through the game. Helps keep that interesting to playing through the mode. Because at first, if you know a lot about Mario Golf, it might seem kind of boring and easy. But as you progress through the game, you have a lot of different type modes and challenges that you get to try. So it adds a little bit more depth. I don't know that it adds super amount of depth, depth, but I think story mode is at least worth checking out a little bit the one super annoying thing is that with every dialogue box that you have the characters are always doing their voices which hearing toad talk for 15 character boxes worth of text is really tough because you hear the yeah and, <laughs> and that no one wants to hear that i'm sure you probably already switched up to this podcast after you heard me do that but you, you'll you get used to it you'll grind it out and this game is pretty good for for playing in the background, I would say. But you don't have to give it a lot of thought since you're just playing golf. And so it's not something you have to be super intensely focused on all the time. So I think that's good. So you can ignore the voices. It seems that, at least as far as I know, there's six golf course courses you can choose from. Which I think is par for the course <laughs> for Mario Golf games. And it seems to be have more courses on the way. Such as playing through New Donk City from Super Mario Odyssey. So that should be exciting, and new characters, and more characters as well. Whenever you see you're playing in tournament mode, like quote-unquote tournament mode, just a, a mode you can play with single players, with CPUs, you'll see a bunch of different names of various characters that you can never play as. So it'd be nice to get some of those characters and be able to play as them, like the Koopalings and just random baddies, like Shy Guys and stuff. So that would be cool if they added some of those characters, so you can actually play as them. You can also play Battle Golf, which I covered a bit earlier on when I was talking about Mario Golf. It is a bit wackier than Speed Golf, but it's essentially the same thing. You can have various events that come on to do a variety of things, such as bombs dropping around and blowing up your ball or having your ball encased a Yoshi egg. So there's a lot of different things that can happen to you as you're playing golf. So it can definitely get a bit crazy and get disoriented. But I think it's a good kind of disorientation. So it's hard for me to really say that this game is bad because I do enjoy golf. I played it in high school and I do enjoy Mario Golf a lot. It's probably my favorite of the sports titles even though I do love Mario Tennis and Mario Strikers. It's the golf that always gets me. Though there are a few things missing from this game, like I, I wish there was ranked online so you could face other people that are more in line with your skill set and try to beat them. I also wish there were more tournaments so you can try to play a game with randos and see who can get the top score out of I don't know 30 or 50 people. It'd also be nice for when you're making an online room to just change the r- the room rules if you're just playing with friends if you're playing with randoms then I can understand where changing the rules would be kind of bad if you're just trying to go for a specific rule set because you can definitely narrow your search to what kind of rules you want to play but it'd be nice if you're playing with just friends and want to play a different type of mode rather than having to delete the room altogether and do a new and do a new mode if you could just do that straight from the same room so you don't have to leave it it also be nice to have a replay mode so you can Remember your favorite shots? They like, the first time I played this game within the first hour or two I got a hole in one, which is great. But I can't save that, I can't replay that. You do have stats for your characters, so you can see every character's stats and how many eagles and albatross and holes in ones that they have, and I have one for my me character, so that's great. And it'd also be nice to have more battle golf courses. Right now there's only really two, a smaller one and a bigger one. And right now the smaller one seems better because things just seem more competitive. So you have to compete a lot more and try to take holes from other people versus the larger battlefield area where you have more places space out and not have to interact with each other as much. It'd also be nice to have another mode. Like I know one mode that's been a staple in the Mario Golf series is a ring mode where you try try to hit your ball through a variety of rings and try to collect all the rings, but it doesn't seem like that's in this game. It's something I would like. But to recommend this, I can absolutely recommend this game to mario golf fans this is definitely a game that you want to play if you enjoy mario golf in general because it's just it's all the things that you like about mario golf might not have all the content that you had with previous games like there's no mini golf mode there's no ring mode there's no super big tournament mode but at least has a lot of things as i mentioned before if you like a relaxing background game that you want to play without having too much thought put into it you can definitely play it here and also if you like a simple easy to understand game I know a lot of games can be complex, like fighting games and RPGs, but this is very simple, easy to understand, so anyone can pick up and play. So if you're looking for fun for the whole family, this might be it. It might take a little bit of getting used to, but it's easy enough to pick up. i not sure I could recommend this game for people who don't like golf, obviously. I feel like some of the reviewers didn't understand that, where if you don't like golf, you're probably not going to like a Mario Golf game. It's is how it's gonna be. Like you could always want more content, but golf is at the main categories. But don't have to rate a golf game a six out of ten just because you don't like golf. But if you don't like golf personally, then it might be best to skip this title. Also, might not recommend it if you think the content that I mentioned isn't worth sixty dollars. Because it'd be nice to have more content, but right now this is priced as a full flight game, so you might want to see what more that they add or wait for a sale. At some point if the 60 dollars is too much for you and if you were interested in the battle golf game mode and were hoping for a little bit more and just want to get this game for that mode i'm not sure i could recommend it like the core mario golf game is here and that's great and the speed golf is fantastic especially against other human players but battle golf even though it is crazy it will get stale when you're playing the same two courses after a while but i No, I've been avoiding saying the title of this game because I haven't remembered it, but the title of this game is Mario Golf Super Rush, which is available right now. So be sure to check it out if you're interested. This is a nice time to be able to uh, talk about things in a little bit slower week after E3. So I'm glad I was able to do that and talk about Mario Golf. It's great to have that game and be able to play it. But thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week, hopefully. I understand it'll be 4th of July, so if the podcast is a little bit delayed, it might not come out exactly at Monday at 8 a.m. Central Time, I understand. But I'll do my best. In any case, I hope you enjoy your week. Enjoy your 4th of July weekend, if that's something that you do. And we'll, c- we'll catch you next time. Of course, if you have anything that you want me to cover in future episodes, or you have thoughts you want to share with me, be sure to email me at gmail.com. We'll catch you next time, and I hope you have a great one.